Hey, 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 everybody. What's up? What's up? This is Real Time with Prince Blue. It is October the 28th. Um, this is a special state of emergency episode. I'm coming to you, brought to you by Last Out Media Network, my squad, my team. Um, pretty much this is this is going to be this is going to be if you want to be in your feelings, this is going to be the episode to be in your feelings because um, unless you were living under a rock, there was another sh- uh, shooting between police and a black man. And um, I have a very special guest that has a very unique perspective about that because not only is she a black woman and educated, but she's also um, very much into uh, black issues, black causes within the community. She's a mother, she's a wife, and she's not only just a wife, she is the wife of a law enforcement officer. So she's going to give you all angles of uh, not not just the recent shooting, but um, other shootings in the past and how we as a community deal with it on social media and other places. Um, so I ask that all white, black, whatever color you is, if you have questions or if you want to know more, now's the time. Um, you want answers? Um, we may not know all the answers, but damn it, we got experience and we can give you our experience and our perspective and our opinion. And if you're ready to debate it, we can do that. So, we got Miss Rosa here live from, I don't know, also if y'all was under a rock, Philadelphia, which is riot central right now due to that shooting and lack of leadership among the police, the mayor, the, everywhere else. Of course, she's going to get into that. So how you doing, ma'am? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm peachy. so so and when i say the shooting i mean uh mr wallace uh Mm -hmm. shot and killed um right in a incident and i'm not even gonna try to uh give the synopsis of it because you're right there you Mm -hmm. hear more than i do Mm-hmm. Um, I've talked to some people that I know there, but you are actually there. Mm-hmm. So, um, won't you tell everybody, um, what happened and what you know about the incident? Um, well, I'm first, let me say I'm going off of, um, off of reports that I've read, you know, that which is in the news. Um, also, uh, I'm going off of things that I know personally because I do have family that's connected in in law enforcement. Um, also, let me say this before we get into it. By no means um, am I here to justify what happened, to excuse what happened, to absolve uh what happened what happened um i'm here to simply state my point of view whatever questions you ask i'm gonna answer them um to the best of my knowledge like you said 
and um, also get into a, you know, a deeper conversation, which we've had, which we've had with each other and um, others too, um, not just from the standpoint of law enforcement, but the whole entire system um, that continues to fail black and brown people. Um, so now that I got that out of the way, um, pretty much from what happened, uh, from what I know, um, a, the gentleman, Mr. Wallace, I think, uh, a call went out to, you know, to 911. Um, actually there was two calls. Um, the first call was um a domestic disturbance um man with a knife um then it was also a follow-up call that um that said pretty much the same thing and it added that apparently allegedly he threatened the neighbor with a knife who i think maybe had heard the altercation and maybe tried to come in and, you know, stop the altercation to be a helping hand, etc. So that was the initial call. Now, I've also, reports came out yesterday that, that the family said they did not call for police, that they called for an ambulance, which, you know, a medical emergency which um, is two separate things. I said allegedly, cause I don't know, I wasn't there, but these are the different, uh, the different things that we're hearing about why the cops initially, why they were there anyway. Um, and I, the cops arrived and I mean, we, you know, I, did you see the video? Yes, ma'am. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure that wasn't the the whole entire, you know, video. And from what I heard that the commissioner is going to be releasing the body cams um, from the officers. Um, but from what I heard when he, when the officers arrived, um, the gentleman, you know, had a knife, allegedly. Um, he was, you know, combative officers tried to, you know, uh, commanded him to, you know, put the knife down. He continued to come towards them. And, um, you know, unfortunately, we had the uh, unnecessary, um, the tragic situation. Um, so that's, um, that's as far as I know, why they were there in the beginning. Like I said, um, there's been some um, some statements and some things disputing that the family actually called, you know, 911 for the police or if they called 911 for, you know, a medical um, emergency. Um, so I guess we'll learn exactly what 
happened as far as that in the coming um in the coming days okay um thank you for that and automatically one thing that jumped off the bat and you probably saw it in my face because you hit that allegedly soon as um I made that face when you said it was for a medical emergency mm-hmm. and they didn't call police. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know how it is in other departments, but in my department, whenever mm-hmm. a 911 emergency call is out, police mm-hmm. automatically get the call because we don't mm-hmm. we got to make it safe for medic because they're not going to just go in. They're going to stage until we go in, clear the scene make it safe for them and then they could come in so whether they called or not i mean it is what it is um because i'm saying if we didn't come and then that guy there's wearing wielding a knife medic ain't gonna go in there anyway Mm -hmm. so i mean to to my i'm saying to everybody that's saying well they had no business there anyway that's Mm -hmm. not how it works works. that's just not how it works when mm-hmm. you're a police officer and an emergency call goes out, they're not going to send medic. They're not going to send fire. They're not going to send anybody in there until that until that scene is clear. That's just the right. way it is. Right. So now what transpired after that, that happened. But far as why police was there, I mean, mm-hmm. they had no choice but to be there because mm-hmm. that's your duty to go there. So right. I already saw a couple people online saying, well, they had no business being there. I was like, mm-hmm. that's not how it works. Like, you mm-hmm. can't call medic and think you ain't going to get the police get to the show cops. up. It goes, right. it hand, goes in hand, hand in hand. Right. Yes, ma'am. Right. Um, but let me, let me also say go ahead. this. Go ahead. There was, the, the cops were out there earlier because this happened in the afternoon. The cops were out there earlier in the morning, too. I don't know what the call was, what it was for, but I do know that was the second time that day that um, that they were out there within a span of um, hours. So I don't know if that will be, you know, released, or I don't know if that is relevant to whatever... Um, whatever, you know, breakdown was going on if the situation was connected, but um, I do know that. You know, being close to law enforcement, you know how it is when you're on a certain patrol, you're in a certain beat, that trouble house, that Mm -hmm. house where come hook a crook, you're going to get a call. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, multiple times in that day, and I believe that absolutely has something to do with it because in my years as a police officer, sometimes I've went to a house multiple times with no arrest. Mm-hmm. And then when the arrest is made, you don't know how many times I have already been there and warned right. them that we can't keep coming out here for this. Mm-hmm. Like, contrary, right. contrary to popular belief, police don't arrest everybody. Mm-hmm. We don't arrest no. all the time. Mm-mm. It just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. But you do see an escalation when there have been multiple calls, multiple trouble calls. Right. And that house has a history of either somebody going to jail, violence, weapons. I mean, mm-hmm. all that stuff is pulled up when we when, when officers you, get a yeah. call. 
when officers get a call, A, if we know that address, we already know what we're walking into. But mm-hmm. B, if we don't, quick look, or in most um, uh, computers inside, they tell you the most recent calls there and what happened. Right. So cops are already going in knowing like, hey, there's a guy there that likes weapons, that's combative. You know, you get all these things. And then once we get there, it's our job to assess the situation and go from there. Now, what happens once officers, how they assess that situation, That's that goes all into training, your experience, <laughs> how you feel that day, whatever it is, all that goes into how you're going to handle that situation. Right. And this situation where you're going in, okay, armed person with a knife. Mm-hmm. Boom. We already know. Um, can you let the people know out there that we're in the, you agree that a knife is deadly force? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't um that in my opinion it is. Yeah. Okay. Now, because I asked that because people was like, well, what if they're a wet, they're far away? And mm-hmm. I get you want to come up with all these scenarios. But in this incident, there was people around. He ran past people several times. I believe if I'm watching the video correctly, if I watch the video correctly, the officers was running around the car, mm-hmm. like right. asking him to put down the knife. Mom mm-hmm. trying to calm him down, mm-hmm. telling him to chill out. So. Right. It's like, come on, people. Let's let's use a little logic. Look, I get it that everything is going to be scrutinized, and me mm-hmm. and you agree on this as well. Mm-hmm. Rightfully, damn so. Like mm-hmm. we can't take anybody's word. Um, it ain't black and white anymore. It ain't what you see is what you get. It, right. it, police have lost that. Yeah, absolutely. To where whatever we say happened, it goes. That's how it went down. Mm -hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, what I want to ask you is you're, um, I'm going to get into that, Terry. I'm going to, trust me, I'm going to get into all of that. I'm just talking like, just, I'm trying to get it. Out, I'm trying to build it to where um, people understand all sides. Um, I haven't even gotten to why it was that many goddamn shots, but we're gonna get into that. Um, but let so, me let me let me say ahead. this before too. Um, and I've also heard and. I don't know how widespread it is, as a lot of people know, that apparently within the past three months that cops were at this house 50, 56 times. So I don't know what it was for. I'm going to assume it was because, you know, there's a mental illness involved. Mm-hmm. And there... In itself, you have clearly 
persons or person or persons that need help that Absolutely. the system continues to fail now that's on a larger scale what i you know said earlier how the system continues to fail um black and brown people people with mental illness um etc clearly if this young man had issues you know allegedly he was also taking medication um there was some type of hospitalization that needed to happen. And let's be frank, if you don't have the means, meaning the money, the health care accessible to you, you're not, you're not, you're just going to be, you know, thrown to the wolves. Um, so that's where the issue is bigger everything it's like one big smorgasbord and we're seeing it result in combustion yeah it definitely you see it because it all adds up to because i can only speak from my experience like when i when i have a house when i come to a house where it's a history of somebody with a mental illness um, we have this thing called mobile crisis where they can mm -hmm. respond with us. Mm -hmm. But of course, in order for them to talk to, they're not going to talk to an individual with a knife. We still have to. You still have to defuse the situation. Right. 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 Before they can come in. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know how they do it in Philly, but in Charlotte, that's how we do it. We'll be like, start mobile crisis. Yeah, no, and then they they'll stage mm -hmm. until we get it clear. And mm -hmm. then if they could talk to them, if medic could talk to them, you know, then we'll get them to, you know, um, a mental health facility or whatever the case there is. Mm -hmm. um, but on also on that scale, we're trying to figure out now. I want to know where you was at, where these police officers, because people bring it up all the time. Why wasn't he tased? Now, mm -hmm. I, I'm hearing that the officers didn't have tasers. Not all officers get tasers. Mm -hmm. But then I see a picture where somebody circled it where it looked like one of the officers did have a taser. What are mm -hmm. you hearing about that? Um, as far as I know, I and obviously I know firsthand um, from what I've been told, they all do not have um, tasers. And again, that goes back to government. And if you don't have the resources that's needed to defuse situations like this, that's another, you know, box. Uh, <laughs> yes, very much so. They pretty much went in with only lethal force. Like they mm -hmm. didn't have, right. it was either that or wrestle with the guy and hope that you can mm -hmm. not get injured. Like, how do you expect somebody to? make that decision i mean some people can i right. i have right you know i have made that decision where i'm like well i'm just gonna go hands-on you know mm -hmm. my wife probably hearing this is probably like negro are you crazy right. but you know that's <laughs> just and we're going to get into it how it speaks to a larger scale too i i'm just going to approach my people different because <laughs> it can be just at a cellular level, just skin. I'm going to look at him and be like, 
dude, I want you to go home. Like, I don't want this. Like, See? I'm, I'm sick of this, too. Right. But, I mean, I'm just going to call a spade a spade. These white officers, mm. it, it, you don't want to put that decision in their hands because they're not yeah. going to have the same mentality as me that they want to save you at all costs. And, you know, this is funny that you bring that up because in something that I wrote down was exactly what you said. Having uh, having social service available and also having um, people of the same ethnic background in these yes, communities ma'am. that can identify with, you know, you identify with your own. Um I'm going to read exactly what I said. I said, time to time, you have Caucasian cops in minority in minority, in minority communities. Um, and, you know, we've seen that they, on a large scale, are not equipped to, um, to police uh, those Hello. areas properly. Properly, excuse me. Um, mm-hmm. Whether, you know, they claim to be scared whether, like you said, they already go in with preconceived notions, okay, this is, like you said, if this is somewhere where they've been and they're already analyzing what the scenario is before that, indoor, let's, you know, let's just be real. Some of them are just racist and prejudiced. So, you know, also they have a bad day. You know, they're more irritable. They're more prone to, you know, to react um, in a more aggressive manner. Um, All these things, to me, are a factor in it. And that right there, um, like you said, uh, you just being able to talk to another Black man and saying, listen, like, I don't, come on, like, you know what I mean? Like, just saying things that we can say to each other to kind of diffuse certain things before they get out of hand. That is a big, 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 big issue. And, and can I say something? Can, can mm-hmm. I say something? Guess what? I get it. You want police officers to be professional, but guess what? They're Fuck hum- that. You're human. You have, you're human. And right. if I see another brother, like I told y'all one time, I was about to square up with a dude and I was like, yo, like, why are you going to get your Jordan 11 scuffed up? Like, let's go take care of the warrant and be right. done with it. Mm-hmm. And he laughed. He was like, come on, man. That's like, he's like, man, these, I got a lot of these. I was like, well, them shit like 225 at least. Right. Like, right. And he was like, we, we took them down there. He was able to sign himself out. Mm-hmm. Boom. Right. That's the type of lingo, judo. That's the kind of stuff that you need. Now, I get it. I'm not saying put a black elite squad of police officers in every community because you can't do it. You can't like, do it, right. Black people are not beating down the doors to become police officers. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. you have to know your you have to know the demographics and the community that you um that you're serving and in that neighborhood where, you know, uh, Mr. Wallace was, uh, was murdered. That is, a predominantly, 
a black community. Um, so how did so, two officers arrive? How did, no, I mean, like, like, how, I'm saying, how did two officers arrive? This is my thing. My last five years, when the shootings and stuff started getting bad, I promise you, if there was a call in a predominantly black neighborhood, uh-huh. I would attach myself to that call. Uh-huh. Why? Because I know that my people will be more comfortable with somebody that looks like them there. And also, I'm there because I don't want a white officer tripping uh-huh. or not understanding the situation. Like, there's this thing where you see what I just did this? Like, white officers swear up and down, this is being aggressive. Or right. when we're yelling. <laughs> like, no. That's we're right. passionate. We're right. trying to explain to you. Uh-huh. We're pissed off. Right. That doesn't mean they'll be like, yo, he's being aggressive. He's being, mm-hmm. no, Mm-mm. he's just yelling. Yes, and it's I'm okay. trying to I'm get my sure. point across. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, ma'am. Mm-hmm. So that's why I like being there because I'm like, no, chill. No, that's not. Let me talk to him. Mm-hmm. Come rap with me. Let, let me right. know what's going on. Right. It, and like you said, it just speaks to a larger issue where mm-hmm. there's just not enough representation. Yep. On the force, in the community, mm-hmm. in the neighborhoods. Even when we're calling these town hall meetings with uh black people in the neighborhood, you're having white officers. Officers, speak. right. So already there's a, a yes. eye roll, a snicker, uh like really Are you here because you want to be here or are you right. here because Yes. What there's an ulterior motive, absolutely. Right. Right. Representation. It, it it matters, um, you know. It just really does. Um, I know years ago when my husband was on uh, first got on the force, they used to try to break uh, put officers where they're you know kind of where their demographics mean and you know Hispanics in the Hispanic you know neighborhood. But I don't know. If that's changed or not, I'm sure it has because I know the um, there hasn't been a huge uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for. There hasn't recruiting. been recruiting, yeah. right? Recruiting the recruiting is, is down. So I don't know if I'm sure that has you know something to do with it, but I know that's how it used to be, um, where they kind of tr- try to break, you know cops off where they kind of identified um with um ethnic wise um and yeah yeah <laughs> i hear it in your voice you because you know that it's higher than just uh police arriving mm-hmm. at a call mm-hmm. in a neighborhood it mm-hmm. starts so much higher than higher. That. Mm-hmm. the boots on the ground are just where the we're in the shit. We're the ones that have to pretty much work with all the bad, good, shitty decisions that's come from the top, like right. not having tasers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. You could go cheat a lot of places. Police equipment is something you don't want to go cheat with. Mm-mm. Because you get these, you get these scenarios, you get these mm-hmm. incidents. Right. Because I'm just going to I'm just going to say it here um 
like I'm gonna go into a little bit of training. Yes, we're trained for two men takedown, and in that situation, there was nothing wrong with one having lethal and one having non-lethal. Like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to get around, get this mm-hmm. taser on them, and right. then get them down. Right. They didn't even have that. They right. didn't have that decision. And to make. So right. I'm like, uh, uh, Terry Lynn said, um, they cut the um, they cut the police budget. Yeah, but I'm they... pretty sure they're building great shit in Philadelphia that you're looking like we don't need that. Well, and, and that's the Terry. That's the the balancing act that um, every you know every major city is faced with. Because some of the funds that um, that they are getting to fund the police, it absolutely, and I would just say not police, but funds and the government needs to be diverted to other things. But when you have incidences like this and everybody's like, oh, well, why didn't they have tasers? Well, they didn't have tasers because... They had to cut back somewhere, so that was, there's always a rhyme and reason for things, and people simply just want things to be black and white, and unfortunately, some things are not, and and that's one of it. Also, another thing is not just at the local level where funding is affected, it's at the federal level, because a lot of their money for you know overtime training etc that is uh that's cut and you know we all know what's going on now and you know in the government these days so that's everything that people don't see they don't want to see like some people just want to be outraged like they don't want to eat like you know how me and you are talking about it some people just want to be outraged like Mm -hmm. um not like jay but jay bink just said no tasers and both empty their clip though 40 shot that smells of poor training and excessive yes i agree with you on that um but i will say this um I've been in a shooting. I've shot somebody who had a gun pointed at me and I fired four shots. Um, we're taught to and see I was gonna I was gonna talk about I already know what you're gonna say because I had this conversation with what my I was husband. gonna say. What I'm gonna say, was gonna what say, I'm gonna say. listen, fortunately, unfortunately, I know people wanna play Monday morning quarterbacks, but cops are not taught to injure people when there are situations that deadly weapons are involved. This is not anything that I'm saying is good because good, bad, or indifferent, I'm speaking what I know. They're not taught to injure somebody. You're tra- in, a, in your training, you're taught in a deadly situation, you're taught unfortunately. Exactly. So go ahead. I'm sorry. Was that what you was going to say? Yes. Because somebody was saying that they would say, aren't you taught to shoot to kill? No, we're not taught to shoot to kill. We're taught to, it's like when you go to the range, you don't see a silhouette of legs, shoulders, arms, uh, toes. You Mm -hmm. see center mass, head. Mm -hmm. That's what you see. 
because right. that's how you neutralize eliminate a threat. Does that mm -hmm. mean every time you shoot a person like that, are they going to die? No. Mm -hmm. It's 14 shots excessive. Hell In yeah. my opinion, hell yes. Mm -hmm. That was excessive as shit because when I had to explain my shooting, you know this is you have to explain every round. Okay, mm -hmm. what was you thinking when you fired this shot? What was right. he doing? Right. What okay, what's this second shot? What's mm -hmm. this third shot? What's this fourth shot? Right. They gotta explain 14 shots. Mm -hmm. And I don't think they can do it. Stephen King no. can't write that. Uh -uh. You, you you just can't write it. Mm -hmm. you, you just can't. I mean, right. and we've all heard of, I don't know if y'all heard of um center um uh, not center mass. I'm I'm reading something. Uh y'all all heard of when somebody um sympathy fire where mm -hmm. you know you'll have a whole bunch of cops around one person right. fire everybody else everybody fire, fire. Like, right why the hell are you like mm -hmm. because you're just in that right you're, you know yeah. and and again that goes to training mm -hmm. like when it happened for me i could just speak for me when i was in my shoot incident my training held up and my humanity held up. Mm -hmm. Like, it's very sudden I get rattled. The only time I get rattled is on Sundays when those raggedy ass <laughs> eagles have my blood boiling. That's when I'm that's when I'm I'm like not thinking clearly. Right. But in situations when I've had to use deadly force or use any type of force, in 10 years, I have not been charged. I had not had to go to IA for excessive force complaints. Mm. Because I've always used what was necessary. Right. Sometimes less to where people <clears throat> officers will pull me to the side and be like, yo, Blue, like, I don't like how you did that, man. Like, that's dangerous. Like, right. you want to go home, don't you? So mm -hmm. it's different. And like, I wanted to explain to somebody else because they was like, it can't be. It can't be just this. I'm like, no, there's plenty of de-escalation videos and camera and incidents uh -huh. out there but the issue is that doesn't get people right what you <clears throat> saw in philly that's what that's what the news wants you to see that's what honestly you should see mm -hmm. and we've seen it too much too right so now right. we're either numb angry don't understand or we're just not trying to hear it mm -hmm. and again we, I said we, because police officers, we've made that bed, mm -hmm. and we got to deal with it. Right. But also speak to something which you said, because, um, and you said that you, you've shot, what, somebody once? That was it? Four times. So you've, for, for different, for different uh, situations no 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 this was one guy just one okay yeah right well and my my husband has been on the force for 19 years and he's never had to he's never shot anybody thank god thank god never mm -hmm. had to um so the i won't say misconception because it's really not a misconception but there more times out of not what you said off most i'm gonna say not all 
but most officers will go a uh, a career without even you know having to to pull their weapon in a situation where they have to use it because if you pull it that means you're um that means you're going to use it in most situations when what what did jay say when you're on the force how often are you retrained um oh yeah it depends yeah it just depends it depends on the person right the department like my department you have to research at least i want to say at least once a year on uh training on um deadly force training for the state for you to keep your certification Mm -hmm. and then my department also always coming up with unique training classes to where Mm -hmm. you know putting you in different scenarios Mm -hmm. but again my department it depends on the money and the funds like you can't have a class and pay officers to come to a class if you Mm -hmm. don't have the money because that's time where you 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 have to pay them for being in that class. Right. And if you don't have the money, then you can't have the class. So you're just mm-hmm. going to do the bare minimum. And right. it's also dependent on that individual person. Mm-hmm. Like, That's do you take say. self-defense classes on yourself? Do you do any type of MMA, martial mm-hmm. arts, boxing? Um, what are you doing on your own? And mm-hmm. you got to admit, I mean, let's be serious. At, some of these officers are overworked 60-some <laughs> hours a week. So now you want them mm. <laughs> to go train on their own? Yeah, right. sorry. It's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hope that answered your question, Jay. But I know it's at least once a year for state mandate. But then after that, it's all about money and your department and how much they want you to be out here well-trained and, and- well-equipped to do your job. Go ahead, sir. And he, um, it depends on also what unit you're in. Um, if you're in, you know, high, uh, a high secret um, squirrel shit, right. <laughs> you're gonna, you know, you have to, um, mm-hmm. like you said, I know there's certain mandatory training, um, that, uh, you know, that my husband has to do, but then there's always different, uh, changes to different codes and all that, you know all that stuff that he he has to and he um he just say for my husband he loves his job so he wants to be updated and trained on as much as um he possibly can so he's just crazy that's all But so, you know, like you said, they got those deep units. Like those guys, they'll call each other and be like, "Hey, on Saturday, we just gonna go out and just train." Well, the last training that he went to was at the state police, and mm-hmm. it was, uh, I think, like a Tuesday. And oh, y'all have training. I think it was like five of them. You have training Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know, really. So, like, it, it just depends on all of the things that, um, in which we said. Also, let me, while we're talking about training, I wanted to, and I'm sure we'll probably come back to it, but while it's on my mind, um, 
because uh, I heard a lot of people saying, um, oh, cops are trained to deal with um, situations when there is somebody who has a mental illness. And that is the farthest thing from the truth. Speak if, on it. If you want to count a basic course that me or you could take, that's it. But as far as an extensive uh, training for them to be comfortable with um, with handling those type of altercations and situations, absolutely not. They are not. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, they don't even want to deal with deal with it because they know they're not equipped to um, to to handle you know, situations when there is a mental illness um, involved. Absolutely. And I'm going to catch up on some questions. My boy, shout out to my boy, main event, my big homie. He said places are willing to work with the police when it comes to jujitsu. It's all types of MMA, martial arts places that give discounts to Mm -hmm. police officers to train Mm -hmm. because they see how untrained these guys are and how quick they're to grab anything on their belt. Like I said, police officers, we are not Batman. Like sometimes it's just nothing on your belt that's going to help you. It's going to be your mouth Mm -hmm. and your mentality and Mm -hmm. what's in your heart Mm because this equipment can fail you. What you got then? Um, Well... Well, there we can get into the tasers. Mm, there you go. Um, now, we're playing Monday morning quarterback because obviously the situation is what it is and we know what happened. But yeah. let's say they did uh, try to use their tasers. Tasers fail. Tasers Bingo. A high don't work. failure rate. High. Don't, work, don't work sometimes. Um, people who, and I'm not saying that he was, you know, on drugs or anything right. like that. I'm just Absolutely. giving scenarios, but we all have seen and maybe been around people who are, um, on drugs where adrenaline is pumping, etc. where a taser is not going to do anything for them. So they'll pull it right out. They'll pull it right out. What if it misses? So, and if that's the case and you have somebody still coming at you with a knife while your taser has missed, do you think you're then going to have time to drop the taser and get... Pull your weapon out? Pull your weapon? In a high-pressure situation, pressure bust pipes. We're not not talking (laughs) about situations that take time to develop. We're talking about split second decisions that you know that have to be made in a split like there's no time to you know to think mm-hmm. um so yes i absolutely they should have had tasers tasers should be used but to say that in all situations that that's going to um to deter someone mm-hmm is not the case because I've seen it with my own eyes where 
<laughs> Somebody done been shot with a taser in their chest and pulled that shot out and <laughs> and went after them. and went on about their business. Um, so and Karate Mark says, "Why put rookie cops in a rougher neighborhood? Vet cops get the quieter sections." And 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 that's a good <clears throat> damn question. And most of it is. I'm going to say good old boy It depends network. on numbers, too. Yeah. It depends on numbers. Mm -hmm. And let's be honest. You get an old, grumpy, crumpled up vet with these with these uh, inner city um, youths uh -huh. who are fast, strong, can mm -hmm. run, can do anything they want to do. Why do you want Joe Billy Bob with his uh, stomach hanging over his belt <laughs> in the rougher neighborhoods. I hate right. to say it, but mm -hmm. you get these younger guys out here, but the issue is you're getting younger guys out here fresh out of college. College, yep. Fresh no out experience of with black mm -hmm. people. Right. Like limited experience. Like ain't never been a fight in their life. Right. And Who suddenly have some power as they, oh. or power as they perceive to be power. Absolutely. You be hearing them like yelling like, shut up! And I'll be like, no, like we. Why are you yelling? Like, uh -huh. right. calm your ass down. Like, mm -hmm. that's not how we do things in this neighborhood. Like, right. don't don't do that. Like, right. you know. And then they're getting trained by grumpy, mm -hmm. disgruntled, fat, who are ready to retire, racist, you who ready to retire. So they're already fed up with these with the inner city, and they're mm -hmm. like, listen, this how you do it. Blah right. blah blah. Don't take right. no lip. Like right. you know, they're half-ass training the, the the younger uh crew, mm -hmm. and right. I want to I want to get to um uh, Shante before um I I don't want to forget her question. She said, Prince, I had a question. So for families who have family members with mental illnesses mm -hmm. or autism, should we call a response team instead of the police? Shit, you missed that part of the call, but um I think Rosa and Terry said that Philly has it. Where in the works you could in the works where you could call a mobile crisis unit mm -hmm. to respond with the police officer to a call because if you do call police, let's say um somebody's having a mental breakdown and they're mm -hmm. inconsolable and they call medic, police are gonna come anyway because we mm -hmm. have to diffuse the situation before they can get any mental health services, mm -hmm. anybody that can ask them questions or do anything like that. So mm -hmm. you can call um, mental health services, but nine out of 10, like if it's like after hours or something like that, I promise you police are going to show up regardless. Mm -hmm. And that, and, and that <clears throat> mental health person is not going to, they're going to be like, well, ma'am call 911 because mm -hmm. we ain't coming or they're going to get on the horn and they're going to be like, Hey, I got to call at one, two, three bird street. Can you send me a uniformed officer? That's just how right. it's going to go. And to also add to that, um, let's say if there was a situation where there wasn't a, um, you know, there wasn't a weapon involved, et cetera, where, you know, somebody is calling because um, their loved one, you know, is having a, you know, break. And unfortunately, they just can't go by word of mouth. 
like they can uh, there actually needs to be paperwork saying that this person you know like they went down to court and they are authorized to have this person um 302'd which a lot of people I know I didn't know that either but I found that out also. Now, it's different if there's a weapon involved, but let's say, you know, if it's my son that's having, you know, break and I'm calling 911 saying, this is, you know, what's going on. I want to have him um, committed. Like, you actually have to go file paperwork for that. Oh, absolutely. You have to go to the magistrate. You're yeah. Right. You, it's yeah. not like I can just say, no, come get him, take him. That they, you need. They need paperwork, and that goes back to, um, again, how the system is set up, where uh, a lot of people don't know that. A lot okay. of people, you know, they just they call nine one one, and right. then we're all we get there, and then we're going to dish out our brand of whatever you want to call our brand of how to deal with mental illnesses. It's so mm -hmm. many services, um. I would tell people this. If you have anybody in your family with mental illness that live with you and their issue, I would I would try to find out what services, what is available to yeah, me, what is within yeah. my rights as mm -hmm. soon as, as, as you see you it, a problem. Yeah. Right. You don't want to call police and then want our answers because we're not we're not equipped. Well, I'm not gonna say all of us, but you the get majority. probably like Two hours of training, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right, go yeah. out there. Right. And it's generic as shit. Right. Yeah. Generic. Mm -hmm. You watch a video, they do a couple scenarios, but guess what? In those scenarios, they can say index, which means stop. In real life, like the scenario that happened to Mr. Wallace, they probably would have been like, index, okay, what you could have did different, what happens here? Guess what? There's no index. You in the shit now. Like right. you and you got to make that decision. Decision. Mm -hmm. So again, it goes to a higher like what the what the fuck do you mean? It's in the works. Right. You are filling up. <laughs> there is money there. There should never be nothing in the works when it comes to police. Mm -hmm. Never. Like what are we doing here? Like you want you want three people well trained. Athletes, <laughs> doctors, mm -hmm. and police officers. Right. You don't skip on that. Like, mm -hmm. like you get a doctor that says, "Yeah, um, I have about maybe an hour of heart heart uh, uh, surgery right. training." Right. Who's so, a cardiologist? Yeah. Let's go. Like what? No, no, right. I don't. No, I don't want that shit. Like, what are we talking about here? So. Mm -hmm. Now, picture that with police. Hey, go handle that mental, that mentally ill guy over there. I've mm. only had one hour of mental illness training. I don't. I've never seen this. What is this? Right. What does he have? Right. Why is he acting like that? Is it a mm -hmm. bad reaction to his medicine? Medicine, Did he right? His medicine. Mm -hmm. Uh, does uniforms trigger him? Does guns trigger him? Is mm -hmm. he autistic? Does loud sounds trigger him? Is right. the color of my uniform something that he doesn't like? These are all the things 
And yes, that can be some things that trigger somebody with a mental illness. Mm-hmm. You coming in with your hand on your gun, yeah, right? You coming in screaming, you coming in walking fast, like you. Mm-hmm. Th- and think about it. This is all the things that an officer has to right. make a split second decision that we can Monday Monday morning quarterback, quarterback. for the rest of our lives. And again, mm-hmm. me and Rosa are not excusing what happened. We're just giving you all sides of it how these things turn out because there's so Mm -hmm. many reasons Mm -hmm. lack of training lack of equipment lack of empathy lack of sympathy lack Mm -hmm. of uh human decency it's like because resources yeah i often i hate using this scenario but i think i feel comfortable in saying if that was two black officers, Mr. Wallace would be here. Uh, yeah, I would agree. I think he would be here. I right. want to say he will be here. Right. Because we, number one, we understand that mm-hmm. it's just too many. It's just too much going down. Right. And I didn't even bring this up, sis, and I'm glad uh, I just got that in. Officers are actually thinking about their job during calls. Mm-hmm. If I put my hands on them, right. will I get in trouble with IA? Right. Will this look bad on the news? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, me yelling is that is that unprofessional? Oh man, right. I don't want to lose my off-duty permit because I'm on a desk job. You can't have officers thinking about all that stuff during a crisis right. call. But mm-hmm. that's what th- that's what we're thinking about. Right. And the times and because of the times it's just so much on and even on people's plate that we're coming to help they're like mm-hmm. should i call the police right i can't trust the police mm-hmm. he looks like he don't like me blah mm-hmm. blah blah you know it's just so much and that goes to again there's no more community policing Mm-mm. when we no. were growing up i could name you i had officer red and we called him Big Red because he was six foot eight. We had Officer Johnson, people that were like in the community, like right. you knew that you know. Mm-hmm. You don't know these officers anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's no. They just um, show up, right? They're there's like, no connection. Yeah, none. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it's um, it's it's so distressing it's you you just it's it's overwhelming it is um, because you don't know uh you don't know what to do you don't have answers to uh certain questions like you know Shantae just asked uh, you know if you know this is the case should I even call you know right. You shouldn't have like, to worry about should you right. call a cop to get help for your 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 mentally ill relative. Like, right. there was a time where you can call and we would come and we'll be like, hey, uh, hey, uh, whatever name, put a name there. Like, what's going on now? Like, what's wrong? Like, I was here yesterday. Like, what's going on? I tell you what, mm-hmm. just come with me. Um, let's get you checked out and let's see what's going on. And then you come back out, and then we'll do it all over again, like stuff like that. I that, and that's something I used to say. But 
you know, between officers not having the patience, family members not having the because they're stressed too because right. they see a loved one like out of his, you know, out of mm-hmm. his element, like right. being like you know going through a breakdown, mm-hmm. and on top of that, oh man, the cops is here. Right. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Mm-hmm. And it's like I asked you to be here, but now you're getting aggressive. I don't want you touching my baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It's we we've been there. Right. Uh we got uh we got um my boy uh Rose in the house, um sheriff deputy. He said it all boils down mm-hmm. to training. Sometimes and properly they don't allow partners that may be engaged the person in crisis, CIT mm-hmm. crisis intervention training. And and that he say that because that's one of the things where you send officers like they'll be like, Hey, officers, um, who wants to go to CIT training? Right. Officers raise their hand or they won't raise their hand. And then the sergeant like, okay, who has the lowest code number? You're going. Okay. So, I mean, you know, and like I said, that's one thing that our department puts in, in their cap too, something extra on top of, you know, whatever else training you, again, it boils down to departments, mm-hmm. money, mm-hmm. leadership, mm-hmm. and just individuals that give a shit. Mm-hmm. Like, first of all, I'm really worried if you're in the police business or police career to make money. Right. The fuck? Like, you either gonna make money being Officer Alonzo from training day, <laughs> or you gonna work your fingers to the bone on off-duty. You right. don't make money being a police officer. So, if I'm ever sitting next to somebody, well, back in the day, and they're like, yeah, man, I'm about to make this guac. Right. Huh? Yeah. What are you talking about? What guac? Mm-hmm. Right. Do you, know, do you know where the fuck you at? <laughs> like, we're wearing a uniform. We ain't wearing a business suit going to IBM. Right, you know what I'm saying? Training is key, and my boy Main Event again. And for y'all don't know, I'm gonna have Main Event on again. He's very big in the community. He does a lot. Um, he pitches a lot of things to mayor. I just saw what he just said, which I think is absolutely needed. A joint community program with absolutely with uh with cops and um the community um, because there's such a distrust there um, and there's such a lack of uh, transparency and accountability and uh, that's, it's just broken. How it is now is broken. You know what, sis? We're not being fair though because police do do it after they shoot and kill somebody. We're not trying to hear that shit. It's like when you're super mad and somebody like, calm down, calm down. No, don't talk right. to me now. Now, what about the six months where I was saying, hey, there's some rumblings. They mm-hmm. don't like the way your officers are coming in this neighborhood and talking right. to people, to people. Right. Like, hey, we need, we need to sit down. Like, right. let's talk. No, 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 no. Yeah. And that- Right, and that goes back to leadership, and there's such a lack of leadership in this city when it comes to the mayor, the DA, the police commissioner. Um, it's just, um, it's astounding um, that 
the new police commissioner just got here, I think in February. We're like almost 410 murders. All with, time. With two months left to go. And when I tell you there are weeks that you don't even see the, the commissioner. I think um, children and youth being shot is up like 45, over 40 percent um, when it's convenient for her to make a, a photo op or a camera, you know, a camera op, she's around. Um, like that's you can ask like I kid you not I want the first thing I would have asked the police commissioner was ma'am how long were you on the streets that makes a difference because you know what happens these quote unquote fast trackers there's a shit show they're very good at kissing ass so they're on the street for what two three years and they become sergeant then they move mm-hmm. up, and mm-hmm. they don't know what the streets is like. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They don't know. <laughs> uh, and we're getting into a bigger issue. I always tell people who um, ex, oh, like how, like how, really, how is it in a police department? And I say mm-hmm. to people, if you haven't watched The Wire. Because it's exactly like that. Politics, 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 politics. Numbers, that's it. It's not about really making change, a making a difference. It's absolutely not about that. Yeah, Terry, I don't, I can't believe she's made this long either. And I don't know how she was. I was excited and I was hopeful because she is, a, you know, a black woman. But she ain't cut out for this city. She, this is, this is a different animal. And like, you can't, in my opinion, the commissioner of the the Philadelphia Police Department needs to be somebody who actually has been here or in a major city. In the shit. In the right. shit. Like you can't come from Portland and be uh like whoa 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 Portland yeah that's that's where she came from thank you all for coming they got a black woman from Portland running Philadelphia hello four hundred homicides what the oh my god I did not know that Mm -hmm. I did not know that Portland Oregon yeah. Portland, Oregon, right? Not Portland, Baltimore. Not Mm -hmm. Portland, D.C. Portland, Oregon. They got her from Portland, Oregon around the city of Philadelphia. Yep. I mean, we, when the pandemic hit, it was at least like a month or so until they started doing the, um, the daily, you know, update. She it was like it was being articles written like where is she because ain't nobody heard from like how you go missing in a pandemic and you're the police chief of a, a major city 
like that just you know but then once um the riot you know the riots for George Floyd happened and all hell broke loose oh her and the mayor was on TV every day every single day grandstanding I don't want to get, I don't want to, I promise myself Every I want to get political, but I'm telling you, that goes along with the whole pandering issue mm-hmm. where we love seeing us on TV and in high positions, but at the core, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're just there because they look like us and we're excited. Mm-hmm. But once we all start seeing, we're like, wait a minute. Right. I haven't seen her during a pandemic. Mm-hmm. We just had our 400th homicide. What the she fuck was, is she doing? She, see, I, I know the, you know, uh, I want to disclose certain things, but I don't want to, but the people who I talk to know certain things because we have that type of relationship. But um, yeah, it's this ain't working out. It, it's just not. <laughs> this ain't working out. That's the <laughs> understatement of 2020. This ain't working out. Well, shit. Let no. Yeah. Let me tell you what don't work out when yeah. you cook your omelet. Sure didn't, Terry. <laughs> That's not working out. She playing. Listen, she need to go back to Portland and guard the Nike factory or some shit because this ain't no, no, yeah. Did like, anybody tell her what Philadelphia was about, or she, they was just like, "Let's go pick a black woman, obscure black woman." I'm pretty sure y'all was like, "Who? Where?" But she yeah, said, okay, now, okay, I like it, I like it. And then boom, this shit ain't working out. Bye, girl. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Your name Felicia? No, there you go. Um. <laughs> By Felicia. If it was any more reason to say that, it's now. By Felicia. And, and, and that also goes to a bigger issue as far as politics. And I'm by any means don't want to say she's not, she didn't have the on paper credentials to be qualified, but in the actual experience. Um, and that goes back to this mayor, which again, he's another one who I don't care how many press briefings you put out. Why, why are you not out when, you know, two year old, four year old babies, teens are getting this a couple weeks ago, an 18 year old, um, Got uh, got killed walking to a gym. Walking to him and his friend walking to a gym. Of course, he was an innocent bystander. The person who shot him was targeting somebody else, and he was the one who you know was killed. Like you don't, and and you're not seen. It's just like another. It's like another number. Like, are you kidding me? Why I think you know why we all know why it's no different than when Susie Q go missing. She's on Nancy Grace, the parents on Nancy Grace, CNN, Fox. It's like, find her. 
But when, yeah, and still <laughs> when uh uh Moesha's missing, huh. hey, um, they pick the stankest picture they can find, mm-hmm. post it, and be like, Fuck. right? That's it. Local mm-hmm. miss. That's it. Right. We know why. Right. It doesn't cap. It doesn't. It doesn't cap. It doesn't move America mm-hmm. when a black man gets shot outside the gym. It doesn't move him. Cause what do we start hearing? What was he doing here? Um, right. I want to say probably working out. Stupid ass. What the fuck you mean? What was he doing there? He was working. An Eighteen out. year old just graduated yeah. from high yeah. school. Working yeah. out. That's what he was doing. But I'm no, what they want to do? Uh. Here you go. He had weed charge at camp, at summer camp. Did I ask? Mm-hmm. He got shot at a gym going to work out. What the fuck I care about a weed charge at summer camp? Right. This is the thing where they, even Mr. Wallace, they started bringing up his past and stuff like that. No, 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 no. What happened tonight? Right. What that was. Whatever his rap sheet did have or didn't have had nothing to do with the incident that happened that day. If anything, with uh, so many calls being made to the home because of issues, that should have been a cue for some type of intervention. And again... And again, uh, that goes back to if you don't have the means or the know-withal, you're you're not going to get the help. And even let's say, even if he was, um, you know, hospitalized uh, before, they're only going to hold him for forty-eight hours until mm-hmm. an assessment is the made. If he, yeah, right. Whether he just needs to be medicated. Or if they're going to actually admit him, and then there comes the whole insurance issue, and who's paying for this? Per- it's just a, a true and utter. It's just a systematic um, failure, failure on failure. all levels. Right. All levels. That's far too many. I don't even. It's far too many people walking out here with mental health issues that are not getting the help that they supposed mm-hmm. to get, and then you're expecting people. Um, my my boy uh uh Rose said again, you know, he's law enforcement. He said dispatchers should have given a call for service and history as an address. Like I said, my in my department, they give you they'll be like, hey, officers have been out there uh ten times within the last two days. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question that I will ask because that's something I'm interested in. I don't know if that happens here or not. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, that, you know, I've talked to, you know, my husband in certain situations where, like you said, because he is in a certain location where he knows if a, a address pops up, he knows, you know, pretty oh, much shit. what yeah. the situation yeah. is. And that's because he, you know, has been in that neighborhood for so long, etc. I don't know if it's just um, given okay, this is, there's been 10, there's been 10 calls in the past, you know, month. So just to give them a head, I, I don't know if that, uh, if that happens here, but I will ask to find that out. Right. And like I said, the, the computer system we have, it says it has like the, the last five incidents of that location. 
Like, mm-hmm. hey, we did before for a ADW or a mental health illness or whatever. But right. also, you have police if you have type as God damn. Like, oh man, you done been out. Or if you're like, sometimes I was like, they'll be like, hey, dude, go to the conference. Well, hey man, I was just there two days ago. Um, they're having right. an issue with the kid that mm-hmm. like to take his medicine. Watch right. your ass there. Um, mm-hmm. whatever, 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 whatever. Right. So again, it goes to training. It goes to the mm-hmm. system. It goes to right. funding. It's it goes to communication. People <laughs> communicate. People only see the end. Like people mm-hmm. saw that five, that ten to fifteen second video, and that's it. Mm-hmm. They didn't see the building. Of course, you're not going to see like them, the officers training and stuff right, like right. that. But it starts coming out like, mm-hmm. right, right. They only they get, get basic job. training, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. It's like, right. Listen. But um, yet and still, I, let me <laughs> just before. But yet and still, and this goes back to what um, what our money is being used for as taxpayers. They're implementing or they're getting ready to start a the whole crisis thing here in Philadelphia only because yeah. of yeah, what Terry said earlier. They're getting ready to do it, which the only reason why they're getting ready to implement it is because of, you know, situations that have obviously become uh, nationally, you know, known. But there's money and funds being used to guard the mayor's girlfriend's house when all when everything all hell is it his girlfriend i've never heard of a mayor with a girlfriend well normally married allegedly alleged girlfriend alleged person yeah spouse but money is being money was being used for unmarked vehicles unmarked cars to be uh to be guarding not a spouse not his kids not nobody but his significant other there money being used no no, no. Let, let's say we, he got somebody <laughs> to guard his snatch make sure ain't nobody else <laughs> coming in my snatch but there's <laughs> there's money being used and diverted for Certain uh, higher ups in the department having twenty uh, four hour uh, protection, and city council people had twenty four hour unmarked. Uh, yeah, right. But this is stuff that a normal, you know, you wouldn't know unless you know. Why the fuck you need protection if we don't know what you look like? Like y'all just said it yourself. You don't be seeing them. Until something happens. Well, I'm telling you what I know to be true. And when all when all hell broke loose here in this city, there were city council people that got 24-hour protection. There were certain people in the department that, had, that got 24-hour protection. And meaning cops who were being taken off the street to do that. And taken off the street to guard the mayor's significant other. So, Bruh. now you 
y'all see what I be talking about now? It we so happy when they look like us, but you know the all skin folk ain't the kin folk. This motherfucker got he using money, taxpayers hard mm-hmm. earned money yeah. to guard his snatch. And we, I mean, people, especially in this at a high level. <laughs> He being a nigga at the highest level. That's all that is. Call it what it is. But hey, like then what she doing? <laughs> what? No, you go. <laughs> oh my god. Wait a minute. Is it a police officer that's doing it? Yeah, it's 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 cops that were doing so he it. So cop off the street. Yes. To, okay. That probably. Probably a black officer that could have um, answered the Wallace call. Probably. Just saying. Whatever. Shit is stupid. Shit is stupid. Shit is dumb. And it's the shit we need to remember when them little mm-hmm. ballots go up and they around mm-hmm. here kissing babies and shit. Be like, what about the person guarding your... No, start making them answer these damn questions. But I want to get to... Uh, uh, my guy, Karate Mark, and Main Event both have already offered to any police officers that's in the Philadelphia area and listen to this broadcast. The training is there if you want it, if you need it. You want to be Mason Storm and disarm people? Hey, listen, go learn. Go learn. Mm-hmm. Go. You have to do more training than what you're mandated right. Do. Invest do. Right. in your craft. Invest in your career. Because mm-hmm. it's going to save your life or somebody else's life. Mm-hmm. Yep. Period. Absolutely. Um, oh, I know what I wanted to ask you. So, and I hate to put you in this spot. First of all, your babies ain't even going to be doing no shit like that. But listen, you uh, never know. Listen, I I I 99% know <laughs> his lakey ass ain't doing that. <laughs> oh, listen, if um you're in that situation, mm-hmm. like see, it's kind of hard to ask. Yeah, like right. Are, are you still calling the cops? The way things are right now. Are you calling cops? Hmm. The fact you're just thinking about it says a lot. If this, if that's, if that same exact situation was me, um, probably not. Bingo. Probably not. Um, and I'm gonna say it's twofold. It part of it is because I'm a mother of you know two black sons, and just because my husband is who he is, and I have family, you know, that are uh, you know on the force, does not mean that I automatically trust all cops because um, 
because I'm married to one. And I always tell people this. I know my husband's heart. I know can pretty much uh, tell uh, in situations how he's going to handle things. I know him. I don't, that doesn't mean I trust every cop because I don't know them. I, I go by whom I know. Um, so, and it, like, and since we're talking about this, I'm going to say, like, I, um, as a, you know, black woman who, you know, is the, mainly the taxi cab and the Uber for my kids when it comes to activities, et cetera. I'm the main one that's driving them around. So, um, I've been in plenty of situations where, um, I've gotten pulled over and, uh, you speeding in the minivan? Come First on, of all, man. I don't have no damn minivan. Never had one. Whatever. God bless Whatever. everybody. Did you have it? It's souped up, ain't it? It's souped up. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> but no minivans over here. My kids are 20 and 14, okay? The mini, if I did have one, their minivan days is long. Uh, <laughs> it's long going. I'm trying to get them out the house so I can get the actual car that I want. Um, um, but I've been in numerous situations um, because of the car that I drive, because of uh, where I was that I've gotten pulled over, um, and I'm ner- like I'm nervous. I am. Um, I'm nervous. I'm. Mm-hmm. Af- I'm tense. I tense up, and. The first thing I do is I call my husband and have him on the phone so he can hear what's going on, so he can kind of calm me down because I'm all I'm automatically on a defensive, like what are they, you know, what are they pulling me over for, etc. And um, then you know, more than I would say 80 90% of the time, um, it's crazy. After, you know, they come to the car, blah, 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 and, you know, I hand them all my stuff and they see, um, you know, my FOP uh, courtesy cars and stuff like that is, oh, the, the, the mood totally changes. <laughs> it mm. goes from, hello, <laughs> it goes from you're walking up to my car and I can feel the tension and I'm afraid to move to when I give you this little piece of this card. Oh, who's the who's the officer? And the total mood of the conversation changes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Yep. My wife has been pulled over and I've showed up um ready to freaking go off, but I know. Even as a police officer, I know not to show up with my weapon. I know not to show up, you know. Right. You still have to be on your P's and Q's. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. I don't get afforded those. Right. Um, I Listen, I done been in more white households wearing my damn uniform than anywhere else. Boy, you want to talk about I've been offered uh, potato salad with raisins at uh, 
get togethers. Like, off the blue, you hungry? I'll bring you a plate. No, nah, I'm good. Mm. You know, you got brown shit in your potato salad. <laughs> but, cool. you know, like, I like, you know, people love the uniform, but listen. They love human. the uniform. They don't love the people that wear the uniform. There you go. There you go. Cause, There's a difference but, in how you're received. Mm-hmm. And I know I got to take mine off, and I'm still black, so I can't right. be out here acting like I ain't got no damn sense. Mm-hmm. But, man, time has flew. Um, I, Man, I appreciate this, is you getting on with me and just giving um, a different perspective, a well-thought-out perspective. Um, son, why you gotta come in on my serious, my serious closing topic? Where's your mama? Anyway, um, I may lose my train of thought. Oh, but uh, thank you for coming on, and um, I appreciate it. And to everybody that's in the comments and support me, I appreciate it. And I'm gonna tell you to the people that not supporting this, I see you. On YouTube, social media, wherever, Twitter, you're talking shit. You're doing all these tweets. You got Black Lives Matter. You got the hands, you got the fist in your bio, all this shit. I just had an emergency episode breaking down a lot of shit that questions that you swear you know answers to, like the whole why can't you shoot them in the leg? Why can't you, uh, why can't you throw your gun up in the air, distract them, then tackle them? All that bullshit y'all talk about on Twitter. I give you the opportunity to get in here and talk about it. Crickets. I should have said go birds. And y'all mm-hmm. would have been in here. Right. Because the people, said- they don't want to, like you said, they don't want to have actual conversations where you can have a different point of view. That's like, that's what. This that's what this you know we're, this country it should be built on having discussions from different uh, different sides to come together for re- um, resolutions. You don't want everybody to have the same thoughts and feelings as you do, um, and you know getting different perspectives from um, from everybody. That is what makes this country what it should be. Fantastic. And, and, and my thing is because I see it all the time. It's like, that's why I said not everybody wants a solution. Some people just want chaos and anarchy. Some people mm-hmm. just want to see themselves tweet and feel right. important. They mm-hmm. want to type all this shit. Like this guy was like, well, there's over 100,000 murders. And so what do you think about that? And I'm like, dude, my office hours are Sunday and Wednesday. 8 to 9.30, because I'm not about to be firing off 140 characters right. for you to for us right. to just go back and forth. Back and right. forth. No, that's what you want to do. How about mm-hmm. we do it verbally so you can't misconstrue anything that I'm about right. to fucking say to you. Right. But, you know, some people, they don't, when it comes down to it, they don't want to really talk. They don't mm-hmm. want that verbal smoke. Right. They just want to tweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to tweet a meme at them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he don't know what he talking about. Yeah, stupid. I I just can't. I I I'm just with people running their mouths on social media, and then when you them the opportunity to you know say what's on their mind, 
crickets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you ask them about Carson Wentz or mm-hmm. anybody else, they, mm-hmm. oh man, they could talk to you all day. All day. Well, why right. do you put Carson Wentz matters instead of Black Lives Matter in your damn bio? How right. about that? But to have an actual bird. substantive uh, conversation that has meaning that, you know, yeah, people legi- people legitimately, so woke, you know, have questions to, you know, to answer because they truly want to know. It's not about uh, being um, combative or but like just to be right. educated to know more about, you know, like the, the, the question that Shantae X was, you know, a perfect example um and you know some of the questions that terry had and some of the other uh questions that you know some of uh your other followers um that you you know said and uh, like that all gives everybody a chance to learn more and to um to dive deeper into trying to fix the issues that you know that is going on so but but my question is do they really want to fix it or do they really just want to argue and sound cute on social media like do they really want to um, like let's be honest do they really want to but I you know what probably 50 50 you know what if my hair was green and you know what i'm gonna leave it alone i'm gonna leave it alone i'm gonna leave it alone yes you know where i'm about to go yeah you know where i'm about to go I'm going to leave it alone. You know, I would love to be the future star. You know what? This has been Real Time with Prince Blue. Uh, I appreciate everybody um, coming through. Um, I'm going to have to sign off. This was great. That's really going (laughs) to rattle some some bones. But I appreciate this. And we're going to do more of this. Um, It's not just about sports. It's other stuff going on in the world. Mm-hmm. And I'm not interested in the commercialized um, market of social issues, all that shit, um, logos and shit behind me. I'm interested in talking about what actually impacts us because uh, I know they want to help and I know they may think that they're still down, but those athletes and multimillionaires, yeah, they're going home and they don't have to worry about the stuff we have to worry about. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna leave it at that. Thank y'all. And if y'all want to um hear this again, uh check out uh my podcast and stuff. It's it's just been activated and shit by Alexa Siri. So you can just say, Hey Siri, play real time with Prince Blue. And if you got an Android, a raggedy ass Android, you can say, Hey, <laughs> Alexa, play real time with Prince Blue. She'll probably be like, Hey. But just say it again, <laughs> God damn it. Um, thank you, everybody, for coming on. I appreciate this. Um, check out last, uh, last. Me- what are you doing? Lastoutmedia.com, uh, lastoutmedianetwork.com um, for more information. Got a lot of stuff coming up. Stuff is cooking in the lab, but like I always tell y'all every day, you know, white people, you got to sign stuff and you got to make sure everything's good before you announce stuff. So that's what we're doing. Um, I get up with y'all uh, uh, Sunday. My show is going to be early because the Eagles play Dallas and I'm not trying to be on here with y'all while the game is on. So it's going to be early. Uh-huh. We're going to lead up to the game. 
We gonna we gonna get it on. Go birds. Thank you, sis, for coming on. I appreciate you. You're Please welcome. be safe. Tell OG yeah. be safe. And I sure um, will. Thank you. If if they if they come to your house, get in that minivan and mow them down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, love. I appreciate you. All right, thank you so much for having. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. I'm out. Uh, my son escaped, so I got to go. All right. Talk to you later.